KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, and welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Whether you're listening to us on KCAA, the NBC affiliate out in California, or watching our podcast on one of our many platforms, we really appreciate you. Today, we have returning Jennifer Welch Nicholson. We're so glad she's back. She's the executive director, original member of the Cowboy Girls at the beautiful Riata Ranch. Thank you so much for being back, Jennifer. I'm so glad to be back and to talk about some things that have happened since the last time you you and I got to chat. (laughs) Absolutely. So it's only been four months, but so much has happened to you and I couldn't wait to do the show and and, uh, you kind of teased the audience with, hey, we're doing something, we can't talk about it. So maybe we can talk about it today. Well, I can tell you now, but I couldn't tell you then. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, So I don't know if, if... uh, any of you, any of you listeners saw this, but uh, on March eighth, which was in conjunction with International Women's Day, Wrangler released a commercial featuring um, us, myself, and one of my students, and um, it really encapsulates what the Riata program is really all about. We're not just trick riders and ropers. The program really is a leadership program and a mentorship program, and this video really uh I even I knew what it I even I knew what the commercial was about but the first time I saw it it gave me goosebumps and I put a little tear in my eye because it was so well done and all of that goes to Scott Pommier who was the director this was his brainchild about how he wanted to put it together all that had to happen is that I had to show up Ava Davis, the 10-year-old girl that's featured in the commercial, had to show up and Comanche the horse. We just had to be there. And it was his vision that put it all together. And the music that he chose was just that was uh, amazing. Just amazing. unbelievable. And it was it I gotta tell you, you know, um, I'm very proud of that piece. I really am very proud of that piece because I think it tells the right story about what it takes to be good at anything. It doesn't Absolutely. just have to be trip riding. But to be good at anything, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. It is. And sometimes yeah. you eat a little dirt. But, you know, uh, yeah. it, it, it was almost like watching a mini movie. When it first came across and I saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is beautiful. And then um, did, did you know going in how great this was going to be? Because it, it really is not. Well, I got to tell you. I knew it. W- I no, I I didn't know what the final product was going to look like, but I know Scott because I'd worked with Scott before. Um, Scott is a well-known photographer, mainly. And when I first met him was in 2014. He was doing fashion photography and, and videography for an online magazine called Flaunt, and it's a high-end fashion magazine it's not you know I would never heard of it because I don't know high end I'm not I'm not that person but anyway they came out um they they, Scott came out with the crew and they had tons of equipment they brought these in some models our living room of the house was just filled with racks of all this high-end clothing they used some of our girls and our horses and they used the ranch as the backdrop so I knew of Scott's creativity. And when I saw what he did for Flunt, it was pretty incredible then. And then we finished that photo shoot. And of course I didn't hear from Scott or anybody for, for a number of years. And then last, I want to say it was August or so, Scott called and he said, Jennifer, I have this idea and I, I want to run it by you. And we discussed, you know, the different uh, Western products that we're associated with that maybe possibly would come on board and, and, and help make this all happen. And I got to tell you, uh, it was Wrangler who, it was Wrangler who jumped at it. And, um, I don't even think they knew what they were getting (laughs) because I talked to their marketing director, uh, Johnny and, uh, 
even he said, everybody I'm showing this to is that there's just a tear in their eye. And that's all, that's all Scott. He just took what we do and packaged it in such a beautiful way um, that it could be, it could tell anybody's story. I mean, it could, it, it, anybody that's ever done anything um, where you really had to work at it and there was just a goal behind it, um, you know, one that almost seems unattainable, but you finally get there. This could be anybody's story. Absolutely. And then that, and then of course, the way that we couched it, of course, the, the actual performance video was taken at Salinas at the Rodeo last year. So that is an actual performance video of her performing. And so, um, you know, that just really crushes it, doesn't it? It it (laughs) really does. And to know that was actually a real performance. I didn't know that. So that's really interesting. Yeah. But, you know, uh, when we filmed it, here's, here's an interesting, here's an interesting um, part about that is that we actually filmed the performance first. And then uh, that was because if you remember Selena's last year, they moved it to September. So we actually performed in September and then he, then Scott came to the ranch um, and we filmed the ranch scenes we filmed in November. Um, And so it was, it was really kind of crazy at the end of October, first part of November. um, No, it was November. We were, we were filming in November. It took five days to get that five and days then, i was going to uh, ask you how long because it's so beautiful there's so many different yeah. shots within the within the show or the commercial it's like a and show. then the rest of it was taken at the ranch so all of those scenes were in three rivers well we did we did go to a different location um for one piece of it but all of that is in our hometown of three rivers and it and i gotta tell you it really is that beautiful it was <laughs> I mean, gorgeous it really, oh my god! it really is, is that so beautiful nice. Yeah, especially this time of year is all green. It won't stay like that, unfortunately. So don't come out in the middle of August and say, where's all the greenery? Because it won't be there. <laughs> but when it is green, that's exactly what it looks like. And we get those misty mornings like that. And, oh. um, you know, then, then later on the sun comes out. It's almost like the coast weather. So wow. it's it's beautiful. But I just thought Scott just captured, um, just captured everything beautifully. And then the the young lady Ava Davis yeah let's she's talk only about ten it. years old she's ten and she's a second generation Riata rancher her dad is she really that's so yeah, cool her dad wrote at Riata uh, when he was a teenager when I, right when I took over the program um, her dad Kyle came to the ranch and rode and helped me with the ranch. and then when they moved to Nevada when he came back Ava got involved in the program. And I really think that Ava did a great job. I mean, she didn't overact it. I mean, she she made it seem very real. I mean, for a 10-year-old, I thought that was fantastic. I was the one that had to keep telling just less. Less is more, Jennifer. Give it less. Don't don't overdo it. And I was like, okay. You would never but know Ava, she was so experienced because she really looked like a first-timer. She sold, she really handled it well. And yeah. she did, she took direction really well. And you know she was believable. That was the thing. It didn't look, it didn't, even though she had to fall a gazillion times, um, it, she made it look believable in her expressions and just the way she handled it. She made it seem as if that was it. So when we put it together, they were able to, you know, of course, switch it and put the the training time first. And then the next thing you know, the fireworks went off and we're at Slainus and she did it. So cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So what was it like? Did you get to tell her she was going to be in the commercial or did, did yeah. Scott? So the way that, the way that this worked is I had Scott come out and I said, look, I, I don't want to choose the girl. I want you to, I, you know what you're looking for. You, you choose who you want. And he said, well, you're, you're in it because I need what you do. And I have a few young ladies training, but he kind of liked the grit that Ava presented. He was looking for someone who was, gritty and yeah. uh she she had that toughness and grit to her and and a and a sense of um just kind of uh i don't want to really say naive being naive but being naive to a certain point where she's still untouched and uh you know still the girl from from uh, you know down home you know just down the block coming out to ride horses 
and um, yeah, so Scott chose the girl, and uh, he said, "This is, I think, who we're who we want to go with." So really, it was just really a fantastic experience. And, and here's the thing, because the last time I was talking to you as well, I was in the middle of buying the ranch, right? Yes. Yeah. So here's the way how this was going. I say, okay, Scott, you have me for 15 or 20 minutes, and then I have to go sign documents. So oh I'm running, I'm filling the commercial, running back into the office, doing, you know, all the documents and all the things you have to do, you know, to buy property, running back out, doing my piece in the commercial. And I mean, it was, it was such a crazy time. What and an we incredible. were watching our wine label. <laughs> so, oh, how well, incredible is that? Just one of the three would be just incredible. So yeah, what a day. Yeah. Oh. It was, I got to tell you, yeah, four months ago when you, when we were talking, I had so much going on um, You did, and hoping that it was all going to work. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I, I just hoping that was all going to fall into place. So, so the commercial was such a great piece. And I got to tell you, um, it has, it has brought some, shed some light and brought some notoriety to the program and people now really, uh, I think they get more of a sense of who we are and what we do. It isn't, you know, people always say, well, I knew you rode horses. I just didn't quite know exactly what you did. But yeah, I know. I get that all the time that you don't understand the depth of the program and how deep it goes and really what we're trying to accomplish here. So I'm very, very proud of it. Absolutely. I mean, it really does kind of show everything what y'all do, the whole, the whole progression. Have you heard yeah. from anybody at Wrangler or Scott about what they thought so of the Yes, actually, their marketing director was so excited about it. Um, it was a last minute add to their media packages. So right now, I know that they wanted to, they definitely wanted to do an online piece with it. And they're strategizing on how to use it again. Um, I know they want to buy some TV time with it. So it'll probably end up on TV. I don't have any control over that, that part of it. They're also, and hopefully it'll end up at some, some of these, some of these horse shows or rodeo events, Absolutely. you know, we're right with a sponsor and they show that video. I, I just think it's so captivating and it, such it a great It really piece. is. It, I'm yeah. not just saying it, but it really yeah. is. I was watching it and I was like, man, that's so cool. You know, yeah. it, it is like watching a film. It, it, it's, it, it it's really, really is. Film. You know, I love yeah. how it kind of took you behind, behind the scenes of what y'all do. Scott will be right back with more. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Today, we're going to talk about something I'm really passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. Those that don't, now you know I do. And we've been working on this for several months, and we, we wanted to get it just right. And we don't put our name on anything unless we feel 100% certain it's, it's the best product we can get. And uh, we, we've done it. I really believe we've done it. We've created a coffee line. 13 great flavors. I'm going to show you three of them. We have K-Cups in all 13 flavors. Here's a Jamaican Me Crazy. It's a, just a really great coffee. Everyone has great logos. It has a brand, the same brand that's on our horses, our trailers. You know that brand means something and we wouldn't put it on here if it wasn't good coffee. We have Whole Bean. This is a great Honduran blend and uh, it's a Whole Bean coffee. We have Whole Bean in all 13 flavors. And then we have a ground coffee. Uh, this is a really great one. My wife and I really like this a lot, loved it. So we named it after our daughter, Hayes Glenn. Everyone has the packaging and the logo of the show, our brand, and I hope you like it. I, I really believe you will. And we're gonna have more flavors coming out soon. We're gonna have the pumpkin spices and then we're gonna go to peppermint after that. And please send us your suggestions as well. You can find it at cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Think coffee shop, cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Thank you so much. As far as the commercial, was there anything behind the scenes of this major commercial with Wrangler and Scott that you didn't expect or was maybe kind of funny that you could take our audience back? Well, there there's a scene in the commercial, and I don't know if you where I'm standing, and it just really isn't funny, but uh I'm standing with her in the arena. I'm standing and I'm facing her and she's looking out and, and you can't tell so much in the, in the video because he sort of cut it, but she was crying. And the reason why she was crying is she actually had just gotten hurt. 
Oh, and I was afraid that she wasn't going to be able to continue. So oh. I'm standing there, my hand on the horse's neck, and I'm kind of touching him, saying, yeah, "Are you okay? Are you going to be all right?" I mean, and I really was quite concerned. She she just hit her. It was just a freak thing. She hit her shin on the on the cantle of the saddle, and it's just the way she hit it. It just it she was in quite a bit of pain right there, and it. And it was real course. They come up with the cameras and they're capturing all this. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, this is this is this is really real. <laughs> oh no. um, but other than that, the hardest thing was they kept wanting the horse to run away from her. We really had a hard time making him go away from her. I mean, it, you know, um he just kept kind of wanting to stick with her and they they wanted the horse to run. So we had to get really creative on how to make the horse move. Uh, so it didn't look hokey or it didn't it didn't look contrived right. um but he really just uh, yeah it was it, there was just moments i can't say there was really anything because the way it all happened it all happens my mind was on trying to buy the ranch sure sure <laughs> just happened to be making a commercial at the same time so oh my that, <laughs> it was, it was crazy. a crazy time it is. and we were it... launching our wine label so i mean it was all happening at once yeah oh. <laughs> It's, it was since you brought up the wine label where can people find your wine oh so glad you asked <laughs> uh, so my brother is a winemaker out in paso robles here in california so there's three main regions in california for wine of course everybody knows the napa valley sonoma that's probably the most famous and then there's also santa barbara county they have some great wines there southern california but the central coast has really come on really strong in the last several years um, just to give a little background on my brother, he taught winemaking at Cal Poly um, in San Luis Obispo, and he's traveled to Europe, and he's done some wine kind of all over the world. About 10 years ago, he decided to launch his own label, which he did, and it's called Torch Cellars, so T-O-R-C-H Cellars, and also about that time, his the professor that he was teaching with at Cal Poly, they had come up with this idea that we should develop a wine, a Western wine label, but make really good high-end wine. Right. And I thought that was all great and wonderful, but I just wasn't quite ready to jump into that ring. Um, but as it would, as it would happen, we started the process and as it all started coming together, it just all accumulated last, <laughs> last November too. Wow. It, that's when it all came together. So um, it is called Briata Ranch Cabernet, and it is it is a very very nice wine. And is um, my brother's it's his best Cabernet. So it's his high end wine. Is like what he likes to call it. So anyone can just go to um, www.torchsellers.com, and you can you can look at all of his wines. He has award winning wines on there from uh, Sun, uh, Sunset Magazine. They do an international wine festival. And some of his wines have won, you know, like his Chardonnay is a double gold and he's won some very nice awards, very but you cool. can find the Riata Ranch Cab on his, on his website. 10% of every bottle that he sells goes back to the Riata program. Oh, that's awesome. It's great yeah. to tie back. Well, I'll tell yeah. you what, four months, you've done a lot. That's for sure. Oh, let me tell you what, when December 31st hit, I was, a, I was pooped out. <laughs> I was a tired girl. I can tell you, we... We just had so much happening all at the same time. Um, and it just, but that's, that's the way life is. What's that saying? Um, you just have to be prepared for when that opportunity comes. Boy, that opportunity came and we were just going three different directions, literally very, very hard, but wow. Three really great ones, I'd say. Yeah, I think they're just yeah. gonna pay dividends, you know, the more the commercials yeah. play and, and for sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So have you seen, like more inquiries about how to become a Riata Ranch. Uh, maybe a tr some uh, take lessons there, or maybe even try I, out. I've to... got to tell you, um, it's as if someone kicked the barn doors open. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> oh, that's um, good. Uh, okay, so last year the other thing we were dealing with, and I was talking with you even then, is in September. Just we live outside of Sequoia National Park. And there was a, a fire that broke out. It was only, it ended up being 87,000 acres. Wow. So it, from the September, October, November, we were shut. Our town was pretty much shut down. So we had no activity going on in, in um, 
Three Rivers proper. December was kind of, you know, December's December. Um, and then January, February were kind of were kind of soft months because uh, the park wasn't quite open yet. Um, people were just now, you know, getting, you know, 2021 and ended. Here's 2022. People not really sure what they wanted to do. As soon as this commercial aired on March 8th, we are so busy right now. We are just, it's incredible um, how busy we are getting people wanting to come to the ranch and wanting to come meet the young ladies. And I just had, uh, Riata Ranch is also a 501c3. And we just had a fundraiser last Sunday and we gave people an opportunity to sponsor our horses because of the most important um, element of our staff are our horses. Absolutely. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, without our horses, we can't get to the end game of what we're trying to do. So as a 501c3, because of pretty much six months of having very low activity, um, we needed a little help just uh, putting some money in the in the coffers so we can cut, get back to normal. So we decided to sponsor out our horses for $2,500 a horse per year. Um, we're giving people to do half year, one year, two years, or three years. And the horse that you sponsor, you will get uh, updates of what that horse is doing throughout the year. And wow. so we just had a really nice event at the ranch last Sunday. And we, we got eight out of the eight out of the 15 horses sponsored out. So that's so wonderful. It was so creative. Yeah. I love that, you know, and when I speak to nonprofits, yeah. that's the one thing being creative like that is just uh, amazing. And I loved how you said, they even got, you know, they met the horses and they stay in contact with the horses yeah. and, and they even had some of the girls signing stuff, right? Well, we did. And what I, what I did is I did a showcase and I tried to use as many horses as I could. I couldn't use all of them, obviously, but, and I tried to show the different horses we have in our program and what they do because every horse has a different, you know, it's a different job. Not every horse can do everything, but we try to have our horses have at least you know, two different jobs. And then the girls, um, you know, got to talk about their horses and, 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 or they, or the people got to see the girls on the horse. And so that part was pretty, that was really, really wonderful. And we, we ended up actually doing a second demonstration afterwards where the audience actually got to ask questions of the girls as they were riding. And they asked some pretty intense questions and the girls answered them very, they were very articulate and awesome. really told their story. And, you know, I think that too is where the, you know, the guests that came, they got the, got the sense that there's a lot more going on than just girls riding horses. Isn't that neat? So, Isn't that yeah, neat? it is really neat. It, it, yeah, it is really neat. We've had a, we've had a really good um, last few months um, for the program and we're super I'm super excited and you know and this year Riata Ranch is marking its 65th year as an organization in Tulare County 20 years uh, this marks my 20th year as the executive director that's awesome so a lot of milestones going on there's year. so much going on oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> so so with the kids uh, is it mainly kids trying to learn how to trick ride or wanting to ride with you or is it adults maybe um it's it's all it's all ages see, that's awesome. uh we that's used so now riata used to be known as a mainly as as a youth program that that was the main thing riata was known for when we moved up to three rivers we had to rethink our business plan because we moved out of the major metropolitan area and went to more of a secluded area. And it's just not easy for parents to bring their children after school for a writing lesson if you don't live nearby. I mean, it's a 40 minute, 40, 45 minute drive from the main town to where we are and back. And it's in what, the What's the main town? Visalia, California. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we're between Fresno and Bakersfield, basically. And so um, we rethought our business plan. So we now offer family writing. We have adults. Uh, We have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of adults or, 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 I mean, even young people who've had a bad experience with the horse and they're deathly afraid of them now. And I've always said, well, you know, when you have a bad experience with a horse, it's for real. And, and, and that being frightened is is a real thing 
So we also offer ways for people to get over that fear of just being up close and personal next to a horse again. And we got to work on the fear angle, but we have adults that ride and they bring their children and their children ride. And we offer just regular, I mean, just Western riding lessons as well as the trick riding and trick roping. Wow. Well, yeah. so, so neat. I went, when I watched the commercials, like, man, I want to go do that. You know, and yeah. I think some well, of those good. moves well, I, I've done already accidentally, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it looks so fun. It's so inviting the way you did it. And, and, and people going behind when they watch the commercials, they can see the different tools you use to teach. Right. How you do right. it. Yes. Yes. That's right. We included the vaulting barrel and, yeah. uh, you know, because a lot of times, you know, when you think about what we do, you want people to be handy with the vaulting barrel before you actually get them on the horse. Otherwise, it wears, kind of wear the, they wear your horses out, yeah. you know, because, you know, if you're trying to jump on and you're just pulling on them all the time, you know, so you have to develop what we call the lift and people, you know, a lot of core energy has to be um, core strength, a lot of arm strength, uh, timing, all of those things go into it. So you save your horse. It's you want to be as light as possible on your horse with what we're doing, so that so that it's effortless for the horse and can, right. the horse is just carrying you and not um, having to also adjust so much to your weight. So there's a lot of things. A lot of balance has to be put into play, and of course, uh, confidence has. Yeah, you know, you absolutely. have to build everybody's confidence. Um, and, it, you know, everybody's different. So, yes, we have a lot of different ways that we can train people and build their confidence that is not necessarily on the horse. So there's other things that we can do to to just kind of uh, put that all together. So you just don't go out there and just jump on a horse and start flipping around. There's other ways to do that. Usually that's not usually the way it works. Uh, <laughs> you get a very athletic person and, and, and somebody, you know, you know what you have to understand about trick riding is you have to, you have to know foot placement. Okay. Uh, because everything's based off of time three in the left lead. Cause we do do everything to the left. So you have to know when that left leg is, is on the ground. So, I mean, it, so there's a lot of things that go into trick riding. It isn't just about putting somebody on a horse and having to do something, you know, stand up on them. I mean, we can do that, but to be really good at your craft, you have to know foot placements. You have, you have to feel every step. You have to know where you are on the horse. You have to feel your horse. You have to know what lead he's in. You have to make sure he's in the correct lead. You have to, I mean, there's things you have to understand about horses in general to be a really good trick rider. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. what would somebody that maybe is, I'm, I'm asking this, my daughter's a dancer, Well, she grew up on horses. Are you looking more for yeah. dancers or do they, because of the placement, the foot placement and the awareness and the timing, or is it more athletic or is it just, if you have the it's effort, all, the grip? it's all those things. It's all those things fit together. I, love uh, I was, I would say what I was more like some of, some of the young, some of, some people tend to be more athletic, kind of have more mm -hmm. of an athletic approach. Others have more of a dancers or more artistic approach to it. But in order to get the results of whatever we're doing, you still have to understand everything's based on that, on, on that timing and foot placement and, um, we do lots of drills with the girls, um, just running beside their horse, like in a trot. So their, their front leg, the, the rider's legs have to mimic the horse's front legs. So if they're trotting, they have to be in the same step as a horse's front legs in a trot. If they're loping, they have to learn how to do that lope, you know? Right. Um, and then it really is all about building core strength and upper body strength. It's it push-ups. <laughs> Push-ups and pull-ups are part of the regimen at Riata. Is it really? I see. Be, I love that. Yeah. And sit-ups, because you have to be strong. You have yeah. to be strong with your core, and you have to be strong with your arms. That, yeah. That's so great. So so does most of the people coming out to do this, have they been around horses before, or are they first-timers? It's all over the map. Um, I have two young ladies that are sisters, well, that are, that are, on, that are training with me right now that, learned to ride at Riata and then got hooked on the trick riding and uh they're good they're they're excellent because they were served they, they they were surfers they live in southern california um but now they want to ride horses so that's great very cool very uh, others like the australian ladies that come over you know in australia they have to they have to ride in pony club so 
I get these young ladies from Australia that ride very, very well and understand flexion and they, you know, they, they know about collection and, and time one and all those things. So I don't have to, they, I don't have to teach that to them. I just teach them how to apply that to a trick riding horse. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and they can trick and, and sometimes they can already trick ride, but mostly they learn it at the ranch. Very cool. Scott will be right back with more. You set the sun, I feel your way. I look at the ocean, so good and bright. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, Left you on the coast Something only I can see You are the moon I feel your wave You tug at the ocean You have a chance And you keep on reminding me Of the darkness Only From the street, I hear you call so far away. Just keep me close when I'm afraid. And don't you give up on me as I dive into the dark, slip into the endless sea. And don't you give up on me? Are you swimming in the stars, breathing in eternity? And don't you. Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. So what's an experience like when someone goes there and maybe hadn't ridden or hadn't done trick riding and all of a sudden they do their first trick? It, what's the experience? It's got to be so exhilarating for them. Yes. Um, I, I think it is. I, it, it, it's like a bug. And once people get once they once they find a little bit of success, they want to keep doing it, yeah. and yeah. and then they're so excited because that's what they want to do. But it's getting them to that first step. Um, obviously, if you start them when they're younger, the fear factor isn't as much. I mean, it is there, but when they're younger, um, the older you are, I mean, listen, I've been riding horses all my life. And now I really think about, man, I really wouldn't want to fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Which I never used to think about that, you know, but you know, as you get older, I think it's natural. You just start, you start thinking differently. So the younger we can get them at least used to being in unusual positions on the horse. And look, we start everybody really slow. Like I don't put you on a little, you know, up oh, there you go. Here you go, Scott. Now there, yeah. lope off, go do that. No, yeah. it starts at a walk. We do a lot of things at a trot because I, and I want you to do it over and over and over again to get the mechanics. And once you, once someone gets the mechanics where it's just second nature to them, then you can start speeding it up. Um, the, the, 
worst thing that can happen is when you aren't ready for the speed, you might get nervous or, but you have to just, once you commit, you just, that it just has to be second nature of what the mechanics needs to be, what your body position needs to be that you can't think about that. You just have to think about staying with the energy of your horse because the faster your horse goes, the more energy it takes from you as a rider to accomplish what you're wanting to do. You have, you have to ramp it up. If your horse is ramping up, you have to ramp up. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, you got to feel the horse, man. Every, every That's time. right. Yeah. And then the second piece of that for me then is teaching people how to be professionals. Um, my girls hear me say that a lot. You know, I said, like, you got to be professional. You got to be professional. And I, I said, you know, it, I'm teaching you how you're going to take on a job someday yeah. that you leave, you know, you're no longer just a, you're no longer just a girl down the street or, um, you're not just here at home, but you've got to put on your professional side face. You've got to put your professional side forward. You're representing a brand. Right. And so, um, you know, that's another thing that, that we teach is how to become a professional. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. So what's the first trick? Is there like one go-to trick or one go-to ride that you teach them first? Like this is, this is the basic, the confidence. So the base, there's, there's three basics. Because there's three things you have to learn how to do. Okay, so in in trick riding, there are two different kinds of skills. One is uh, a ground a ground trick. So somewhere within the execution of what you're doing, you have to use the ground. So you you punch off the ground to get wherever you're going. So a real basic thing is what we call a vault. So. And I think everybody needs to learn how to vault because when you're starting a new horse, you don't want to be strapped in. You want to do things where you can get, you know, where you're safe. And to me, a vault is probably one of the safest things that you can do. It also, um, the horse has to learn how to keep going. We teach horses to stop when we fall off or step off, right? Right, the absolutely. The horse has to know to keep moving. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Have to, you have to keep the horse in forward motion. So a vault is the easiest way to do it. So all of my girls have to learn, like I was telling you, the timing. Um, they have to know foot placement. And we start with two things. One, they use our, their arms. And we just have a pattern where their arms go side, forward, and up. And it's when that, that front leg hits that it's the ground is every time you move, whether it's in a walk, trot or lope. The other thing is you run beside. And then you, when that, when that left front leg hits the ground, that's when you punch the ground and there is a way to do it. There's an execution. There's, there's a method and you use the lift that the horse gives you and you get above the horse. So you want your whole um, hips and legs to go above the horse. And then you land in the saddle. And that's just the basic fault. So we teach everyone to do that. The other thing we need you to learn to be comfortable doing is being above the horse as it's moving. So we teach everyone to stand up, which is called the hippodrome. So you put, there's a strap that goes across the swells. You put one foot on one side, one foot on the other, and you're balanced. It's pretty intimidating if you've never stood on top of a horse like that when it's moving, you know, that puts you so far up above. Yes. And then the other basic thing is a parallel fender drag where your left foot is in the fender and then you bend under the fender and you're laying parallel next to the horse. So you're used to being in these. So those would be the first three things we would teach you. Now, depending on what your skill level is, sometimes those girls are so athletic and they're great at the ground tricks. So we really work at teaching them all the vaulting tricks that there are, the double vaults where you go from side to side, which was my specialty when I was trick riding I could really do the double vaults going from side to side or the split the neck where you hit the ground and then you land backwards on the neck or around the horn vault or or off the back from the croup and you do the croupers oh, wow. um, those were all those were all my tricks I, I was a ground trick girl I did lots of ground tricks Thanks. you know or then or strap tricks which, which are stationary so you put your foot in a strap or a handle on the saddle and either go upside down or off the side or off the back in a tail drag or wherever you do, whatever you do. So we find where, um, what your skill, what you're suited for. And it's really exciting when we can find a young lady that can really do the vaults because it's not as common. Right. So, 
that's so cool. Yeah. So who helps teach a class? Do you teach all the classes or do you have, is it the Rialto Ranch team that helps teach or how does that? So the team teaches and I also have alumni come back and help teach cool. Um, cool. at the same time. Um, I do teach. I used to teach a lot more, but my other job, <laughs> like running the business. Yes, um, absolutely. Because my responsibilities have become a lot more. And I, I unfortunately don't get to be in the arena as much as I I used to be. There was a time when I could divide that pretty evenly, but um, the business has gained some success and along with success, no matter what you do comes more responsibility. So I find myself more and more at my desk on the phone, uh, you know, just taking care of business, making sure everything gets done keeping the lights on, make sure the horses, make sure we have money to feed the horses and take, yeah. make the program keep going. And I, but I really do miss being in the arena and teaching as much. I do some, I just don't get to do as much as I used to. Oh, so wow. I have to rely on others to help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So how does somebody make the team? You know, how, how do you know when to put them on or is there a, a test or how does that work? Well, we do. We have an achievement test, but it isn't always just based on whether or not you can do the skill. Uh, you you understand this being in the horse business. You know, everybody wants to, right? Everybody yeah. wants to until yeah. they have to, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, so you have to do a character test, which is just as important as a physical test, all right? It is. It, so, it sure is. Um, because when you commit and especially with what you do and you, you know, you have someone says, Oh yes, I am going to come ride for you. I'm going to do this. And they have the ability and they have all that. But the first time they kind of, well, you know, I, I can't come in today. I got to go shopping. I don't know. Well, that doesn't work. I mean, you go shop another time. This is what you have to do. And right. so you build that work ethic and you have to build that commitment and anybody that, that's in this kind of industry understands that it's not glamorous. The glamorous part is about 10, 15 minutes yeah. done. The rest yeah. of it is truly in the barn and it's hard work. It's riding horses. It's being up at six in the morning. It's saddling. It's, you know, taking care of everything behind the scenes. So you can have that 10, 15 minutes of where you shine. Right. 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 And, and it's, so you have to, so people have to be in love with the process. And what I find most of the time is that most are not in love with the process. They're in love with the idea of looking good on a horse, yeah, you know, yeah. and going to a show and performing, but sure. all the other stuff, they don't, they forget that you really have to do. And you know, Scott, when you get there, this is the other thing, even when you become successful, all those things that you did to get there, you don't quit doing them. Right. Like, you keep doing You, you just them. have to do more of it. You yeah. just have to do more of it. You know, yeah. I always tell people, I said, look, in our minds, success to us is like a beautifully wrapped package with this beautiful bow. And it's a bit in reality, it's just a crumpled up old paper sack with a <laughs> and jelly sandwich. I said, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just hard work. It's just, and sometimes you don't know that you're, successful because you're still doing what you do to maintain and you kind of have to look back and when he's go, oh, hey i think i kind of made it, it just like last year it's like hey i just made a ringwood commercial hey we just launched a wine label and hey i just bought the ranch yeah but yeah. at the time i was doing it let me tell you it didn't feel like that it felt like hard work you know yeah, yeah. Right? it was hard work and it was hard work right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, I love that how you just keep the next hurdle. You're you're focused on the hurdle and not the back step. And and uh, I think that's so important in anything. In anything, and especially if you want to stay relevant. And I think probably if you know from my my perspective, I think what I'm the most proud of is I've been doing this since the mid 1970s. I went to my first rodeo as, as a performer in 1976. Here we are. In 2022, and we're still relevant. We're still doing things. We just made a Wrangler commercial. We're going to be, you know, we're going to rodeos this year. We, you know, the girls are are performing. I have new people coming. People still want to see this kind of um, program continue. I think that just, I think that, you know, that to me is really exciting. That's a huge and I'm deal. really proud of that. 
down. Jim, that's a huge deal for any business to stay in business that yeah. long, much less be so relevant, you know, yeah. to still keep plateauing every year. That's amazing. You had three plateaus just in four months. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. It just shows you can do stuff, you know, if you just got to keep working at it. So, so who was uh, the performer at your first rodeo? Do you remember? I'm sorry, what was that? The music performer at your first rodeo back in the 70s. Buck Owens. There you go. Oh, my goodness. We were at his rodeo. That's, you know, with my, our first, okay, let me, let me tell you my, this is, I, I don't know if I told you last time, but I'll tell you again. Tell me. So I didn't know anything about rodeo, okay? I didn't come from a rodeo family. I was riding rain cow horses, man. That's, that's, that's what Riata Rich was doing. So that's what I was going to do. Yeah. We just happened to be taking trick riding lessons at the same time that we were riding our rain cow horses. And the next thing I know is Lex Conley and his wife, Edith Happy Conley are helping us out. And, and I don't know who any of these people are. Like I'm, I'm clueless, you know? So anyway, I'm watching, you know, anyway, there, Edith is making our clothes. I don't even know who she is. I'm, I'm 12 or 13. And, uh, Anyway, so the next thing I know, we're loading up for going to this rodeo, right? And uh, man, the first rodeo cowboy I ever met was Monty Hawkeye Hanson. Oh my goodness. Hall of Fame. I had no idea that there was people in the world that like that. I'd never met anyone like that in my entire life. <laughs> and then we go up to the, to the announcer stand and we meet the announcer and there was a gentleman behind the microphone by the name of Bob Tallman. Oh Didn't my. Know there was Anybody in the world like a Bob Tom, I've never met anyone like that in my life. And everybody was excited about a bull named Oscar. Okay, that's what I walked away with it from a rodeo. And we were at the Buck Owens rodeo. We met Buck Owens. Okay, I knew who Buck Owens. Good. I, I walked away and I went, huh, well, that's rodeo. I kind of like that. I hope we get to continue <laughs> this. <laughs> I think I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how, literally, that's how I got started. I got introduced to it. It wasn't something I grew up wanting to do. I didn't know anything about trick riding. I didn't know you, people could do those things on horses and actually not get hurt and survive it. You know, I didn't right. know there was such a thing as trick riding or roping. So that's yeah. such a cool first rodeo. That would that would hook anybody for sure. Oh, I well, it hooked us. We were we were excited, and then we and our, our rodeo careers took off. I mean, we just. I think for the next two years, and we were so young. I mean, we were all we were all thirteen. There was four of us, thirteen years old. And back then, you could rodeo in California and never leave. I mean, you could. We started in um, February, I think, was Palm Springs, and November was Brawley, and you wow. could go to a California rodeo all year, all year, and never, you know, Isn't never leave cool? the state. Yeah, can't do that now. But you used to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. So, so, so when they make the team, when they get their uniform, what's, what's that experience like? I mean, for, for okay. somebody. It's so, it's, you know, we've done it so much. I don't really think about it, but you know, first we get girls and they cannot wait to put the outfits on. <laughs> can't wait to put it on yeah, because it is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I mean, it's really, you, you go from it being a dream now, you know, a, a young girl wanting to do this, working your way through it, going through what the commercial says, falling down, scraping up your knees, uh, not accomplishing anything, eating dust, thinking it's never going to happen. And then one day you work and you pass your, your uh, different achievement levels and you make a commitment and then you get to go to your first performance and you get to put that outfit on. It's a, it's a badge of honor and for these young girls and you get to do your hair and your makeup and you get to be with the big girls and you get to go do this. And so those kinds of things though have to be earned. And yep. we, and I think that's what makes it so special is that it's, it's earned to be able to put that outfit on and to see, see the, the, the light in a, in a young lady's eyes that she's finally arrived and she's gets, she's good enough to go do this. It's so, so. cool. You know, that's so cool. It, it, it just reinforces, you know, all of that hard work for that one ride right. she gets to do in front of the fans. And that's so, yeah. so neat. She gets to do that. Yeah. And you know, and when the audience is behind you and they're, you know, there's nothing like a, a crowd that's really behind you and just cheering you on and, 
it's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I love how you have some of your alumni come back too. So I bet that's fun for the kids or maybe for someone's getting lessons to get to meet them. And it's fun for me to reach back and, bet, and, yeah. um, and to have some of these, these ladies that I've, you know, some of them have my best friends or girls that I rode with. So it's really fun for me to have my friends back, right. but then it's also just great to be able to tap into the resources and the knowledge of these other alumni that know just as much, you know, they'll know what I know sure. um, and come in and have a way to reconnect to the program that meant so much to them and then be able to pass along their knowledge to the up and comers. It's and Rihanna's just really unique. It's a, it's a, it's a really special program. It, it, you know, when we did our show four months ago and you were mm -hmm. on it, it, it sounded so great. I went to the website, mm -hmm. I looked at it, I was like, oh, we really want to go. And then I watched that commercial and it just, it really brings clarity to what we're talking about. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I'm so thank you for that. I do too. I, I was, I got to tell you of all the things that we've done and I've done quite a few and I've done some really special things that I'm very proud of that commercial. I'm very, very proud of it. And yeah. uh, I just think again, Scott Palmier just did an amazing job directing it, putting it together. He, he being able to see, you know, what I'm about and then you know, what the program is about. And then just to be able to put that in a script form and do it in what, two and a half or three minutes, whatever that is. It, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted more, you know, it, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, man, I'm just replaying and showing a commercial, but it's not a commercial. It's really a story. Yeah, it is a, truly a story. And I, I, we're going to be, uh, this is kind of a cool deal. We're going to be at a match bronc riding in May Cool. And they're going to show that video before we come into uh, the arena. Yeah. Neat, neat. Well, I'm yeah. really proud of Scott. And but but Wrangler for getting behind that and just making it so perfect, you know. And it for brand awareness, it, it really is a, a strong, strong, strong commercial. I think they were I, I, I think even they were I think they were even surprised at how well it came out. Yeah. Yeah, they were very happy with it. So if they're so. happy, I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't believe it's already the show's over. Um, oh it gosh. just went by so fast. Oh, gosh. Well, Scott, I, I enjoy I enjoy uh, being on the show with you. And I hope I get to meet you in person someday. Oh, I want <laughs> to come down over there. Oh, down over there. man. It'll be so much fun. Yeah. We'd yeah. love to have you. Yeah. yeah, I love it. We got to figure it out. We'll figure it okay. out. Okay. All right. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much. Congratulations on all your success. And We'll be thank talking you. soon. All right, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, heard on KCAA, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to cowboyentrepreneur.shop. That's cowboyentrepreneur.shop. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code 
Cowboy on checkout. Remember, that's promo code Cowboy for an extra 10% off. Just go to CowboyEntrepreneur.shop to order your coffee today. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. The NYPD says 62-year-old Frank James, the suspect in Tuesday's subway shooting, has nine prior arrests in New York City dating back to 1992. Police Commissioner Keishan Sewell says investigators have evidence that directly links James to the subway attack in Brooklyn. We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere left for him to run. It was a Crime Stoppers tip that led to his arrest in Manhattan. The White House is being pressed about President Biden's recent comment that Russians are committing genocide in Ukraine. Speaking to reporters, Press Secretary Jen Psaki noted greater brutality and atrocities being committed by Russian forces every day. Numerous states could see some severe weather today. The Storm Prediction Center says parts of Arkansas, Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri, Kentucky, Illinois, and Indiana are under a moderate risk. I'm Brian Shook. You may think every weather app is the same until you see WeatherBug over-deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you, prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar, and satellite coverage, WeatherBug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse. And for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com. Or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. This segment is sponsored by PressPrint, Southern California's best full-service union printer and mailhouse. They offer the lowest prices around with unmatched service and reliability and free delivery throughout SoCal. PressPrint can print anything from letterhead, business cards, and campaign literature to mailers of any size, lawn signs, banners, door hangers, or just about anything you might want. PressPrint promises to save money for you, your business, or your campaign. If you'd like to learn more, contact Mike Krumbrin at PressPrint 714-399-8708. Hello folks, Matt Rodriguez here, your best choice for LA County Sheriff. Personally, I can't recall a time when LA County was in such dire straits as it is today. With skyrocketing crime rates, low deputy morale, and a complete disconnect between Sheriff Villanueva and the community he serves. To say we deserve better is a huge understatement. If I was to summarize Alex Villanueva's term as sheriff in one word, that word would be disrespectful. That is why I'm running for LA County Sheriff, to reinstate a sense of respect back into the job. Respect for the people, law enforcement, and the rule of law. Clearly, I cannot accomplish this quest without your help. So please join me on this journey to reinstate respect back into the LA County Sheriff's Office. Go to RodriguezForSheriff.com, donate and volunteer. It would be my honor to have you on the team. Thank you, God bless, and stay safe. If you're ready for a Las Vegas vacation, here's an offer you can't refuse. The Vegas Travel Center is offering three days and two nights in Vegas free. Just call 909-406-7400. The offer includes accommodations with two free tickets to Great Las Vegas Entertainment with free meals. So if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you need to jump on this right now. Just call 909-406-7400. Obviously, an offer like this is not going to last. So call now, 909-406-7400 for your three-day, two-night Vegas vacation. That number again, 909-406-7400. Call now. Miss your favorite show? Download the podcast at kcaaradio.com. 
You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. If you're ready for a Las Vegas vacation, here's an offer you can't refuse. The Vegas Travel Center is offering three days and two nights in Vegas free. Just call 909-406-7400. The offer includes accommodations with two free tickets to Great Las Vegas Entertainment with free 